Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone trapped in a in a robot and is forced to kill kids' parents. Rob! Hello. Making some orphans. Yeah, are you uh are you ready to to, to talk about the orphan maker? I am always ready to talk about orphan maker. Yeah, so, yeah, today we're talking about Orphan Maker. Uh, I, you know a little bit about the Orphan Maker if you listen to the Nanny episode. Um, also, the Nastir episode. Yes. Uh, and um, this was a fairly recent addition to the X-Men universe, uh, mm-hmm. like a lot of the X-Men characters we we're talking about. But, uh, but yeah, so... I mean, how do you describe this outfit? It looks like a child he's a, size. He's a weird, stumpy robot man. But now, now if you look at modern uh, Orphan Maker, it's a big robot. Yes, he's definitely more proportionate. Yeah it it it's it looks like you it looks like proportion for a kid, but they just only had adult size stuff. Um. At least in this one. It it looks cool, it's just, it's kind of, I don't know, it looks like a robot suit. I don't know. Uh, it does I have mean, a it, really- it, it, It's very Walt Simonson, and I, yeah. and I dig that. Yeah, uh, it does have a gun uh, holster on its uh, metal boots. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. But, uh, but yeah, Orphan Maker's uh, real name is Peter. Last name, if any, unrevealed. I believe still unrevealed. Yeah, because I'm- because this was just a baby that nor that that nanny stole and put into a suit. Uh so occupation is warrior. That's cool. You know. I mean, I guess p- it's it's a little more dignified than parent murderer. Yeah. Uh identity is secret. Uh legal status unrevealed, presumably still a minor. Other aliases unknown. Uh unrevealed place of birth. Uh middle status single. Uh no known relatives, uh, ally of Nanny, and first appeared in... I'm getting two separate things here. I think uh, uh, he and Nanny make a bunch of sort of off-panel appearances where you don't see them, I think. But I I do think they're fully seen even before X-Factor 40. Yeah, because, like, it make Okay, because, like, uh, Nanny supposedly showed up in... Issue thirty, mm-hmm. um, and he's supposed to. So, like, I would imagine Orphan Maker would show up because, like, at least on um Comic Vine, I'm just comparing the two. This one says forty, the other one says thirty one, and thirty one feels more right. Yeah, what I've got here is first appears in X Factor thirty one, is first identified X Factor thirty three. Mm. You have an updated one then. Well, no, I, no. This is a, I'm looking at the modern profile here in oh, our modern database. Profile. Oh, modern profile. Okay, so should we do? See, I'm always I'm always like split on this. Do we do if they just are mentioned or off panel or when they're first shown? I think they're. I think he is first shown at least in shadow 
in X Factor 31. Unfortunately, I don't think we have anything in the way of cover P. Oh, no, we do, we have some cover piece theater on X Factor we, 31. I mean, let's do 31 because, like, I don't know. I, Although I, it I, has nothing to do with Orphan and Nanny, or Nanny and Orphan Maker, not Orphan no. and Nanny Maker, as Amal said. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nanny Maker would be such a weird, that would just be a job agency. Oh, na- uh, Nanny Maker is their Infinity Warps version. Yeah the, the, yeah, the two of them get merged together. Yeah, so I'm just going to do 31, I guess. I don't know. If they're in Shadow, I- I'm going to count that. Yeah. Okay, but uh, but yeah, so so uh, first showed up in X Factor issue number thirty one in August nineteen eighty eight. Kiss off, and uh, do you have the do you have the cover? Yes, Are I you? do. Okay, so this is uh, I think this is a pretty decent cover. Mm. Uh, this was right before. So we have Infectia. Yes, and she's posing, uh, just uh, like she's ahead of the cabana. Yeah, uh, and we have beasts in the shadows, looking like they're hiding in the shadows. Actually, yeah, they're they're on a beam or something like that. And Iceman is chained up, and uh, Infectious is saying, "Wait, sorry." Cover piece theater. Okay, so Infectious says, "I guarantee it, Iceman. This will bring out the beast in you." Uh. And this was, and this is, uh, right before Hank. So Hank was getting dumber, but also more human, and more human. Every time he'd like exert a lot of strength, he'd get dumber. Right. And uh, this was like he was about to get the dumbest ever here. Yes. Uh, and um, so he he did a face dive before Infectia could kiss Iceman, and then that cured him, and he got blue and furry again. So that's yeah that. I talked about this. I talked about Infectia before, so you, you, you know a little bit of the story. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so Orphan Maker, whose real name appears to be Peter, was rescued by the cyborg he calls Nanny from captivity from the mysterious mastermind, Mr. Sinister. Who was still very mysterious at the time. Yeah, now he's just out and proud. Like, he's oh, yeah. just like, yeah, just... All over the place. Just a deranged Victorian geneticist who loves his cape. Yep. Really obsessed with uh, two families. Like, so obsessed. Oh, yes. Like, he he, sh- he ships them, as they say. Mr. Sinister had apparently been planning to exploit Peter's ability to his own ends, but instead decided that Peter was too uncontrollable and intended to kill him. If Peter possessed any active or latent supreme powers, they have yet been revealed, but Peter had uh, comment- commented that Nanny found a way to keep me from growing into what I could have become. It is not known exactly what Peter meant by this statement. I would say he was a child, and he was probably here repeating things that Sinister said and came to a conclusion. I think we have found out, uh, because he's currently appearing in that Hellion series. Yes. That and- Peter has some sort of mutant power that is, in fact, extremely dangerous. Yeah, I don't remember if they showed it, though. No, they haven't told us what it is yet. Yeah, so it's been, like, it's been a secret since, like... Uh, Since the Reagan administration. Yeah, like, it's been a secret for a long time, for almost 30 years now. Yes. So, you know. Um, But yeah, so Peter became first of the Lost Boys and Girls, uh, that (laughs) Nanny rescued. 
Nanny believes that it is up to her to save mutant children from the dangers that face them in today's world. She made Peter her assistant in this task by outfitting him with armored battle suit and weaponry and sending him to abduct mutant children and battle anyone who opposes Nanny. It is a standard procedure for Peter to kill the parents of the children he abducts. Hence, Nanny gave him the alias Orphan Maker. Now, I would say Nanny is the embodiment of hell is paid with good intentions. Oh yeah, she's uh, <laughs> she, she's mad crazy, and she's stuck inside a big Easter egg. <clears throat> yeah, um, not and she's not even that tall. She's a tiny woman. Well, I guess we don't Easter know egg. how like folded up she is in there. Well, didn't we? Did we see her at all? Because we know she very worked very briefly Sinister, from behind. Yeah, because she worked for the right for a little yes. bit, um, and when she realized what was happening, be like, "Nah, I'm not doing this." And also, we don't actually know how old Peter is. He, I mean, he's got the speech patterns of a child, so he might actually be a child under there, or he might be a full-grown man with the mentality of a child, which is much creepier. Yeah, oh, but I, I would say both are creepy because I mean, both he, are creepy. Yeah. Like the, the just the whole thing with orphan uh, orphan maker of the deity is just like real weird. Uh, so you know, um, I would say I don't know. It's unsettling, at least. Um, in the course of aiding Nanny, the orphan maker had clashed with members of the Avengers, Fantastic Four, X Factor, and the X Men. And uh, orphan maker sneaks, well, speaks and acts like a small child but hence he had not yet been depicted without his suit of armor. It is unclear whether he's actually a small child within a battle suit or an adult who has a child emotional and intellectual level. And, uh, yeah. And I, I think we still don't know. No. Yeah. Uh, that is probably going to be revealed in Hellions at some point. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's about, you know, that's about it for him. Uh. You know, we don't we don't know what he looks like or his height and weight and his powers are that he's a guy in a big battle suit. Yeah, um and as I say, battle suits are like magic. You can do whatever you want with them. Yep. So um yep, so apparently uh it's seven and a half foot tall. So, you know. Uh and everything else is unrevealed. We don't know how strong they are. It well, right now we don't know if they have superhuman powers. They well we do know, but we don't know what they are. But um and, uh, yeah, it's an armored battle suit. And, uh, yeah. Kid or an adult with a kid's mind with guns. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's Orphan Maker. Unless you want to add more stuff to it. I know that they appeared some more in the 90s, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. they. I think they, they appeared a bunch of times in Generation X. They appeared in Slingers. You know, they're always sort of bouncing around the X-Books. Yeah. And, uh, like, they're not, like, like he's like okay, so they're not in a lot compared to other X Men characters, but they are. They do show up a lot for side X Men characters. Yes, and that also makes- they are both regulars in uh, the Zeb Wells Steven Segovia book Hellions, which I strongly recommend checking out. It is great. Yeah, and uh, I I want to just like I want to just let Havoc get his doctorate. Why does he keep on volunteering for things? Like, he needs to stop volunteering for things. I mean, he probably, deep down, really doesn't want that doctorate. But he should get it, though. I mean, he should, but, uh, like, you know. P- him him and Polaris, like, you know, they can just, like, just get, the, just get their geography <laughs> a doctorate. 
a geology gro- um, doctorate and like you know then do stuff. Hey, he was just uh, voted into the, uh, or she was just voted into onto the X Men. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be upfront with you. Mm. A little upset about that. Really uh, rooting for tempo. Well, I was, I was rooting for Boom Boom, but uh, I like Boom Boom more. But, but Polaris was, was she was, she was an X Factor, and she was great at it. <laughs> but like, well, that book was it, ending anyway, so uh, I know. But still, you know, keep the team together. But yeah, whatever. Got a bail. Book's getting canceled. <sighs> but whatever. But um. But yeah, I yeah I I don't know. I was just gonna say read just read Hellion read Hellions. Um. Also, you know, if you want to read another Zeb Wells book, uh, there's the uh, Iron Man and Fantastic Four Big in Japan. That's a fun book. It's a fun book. Uh, yeah. It's it's real weird. Uh, you should read that one. Um, but that's it. Do you have anything else you can possibly uh, say? Nothing to volunteer, no. Okay. Well, this has... Well, actually, what do you have to plug? All right. So I'm on the Marvel Research Team. We uh, uh, we do various handbooks and research projects. And uh, I'm also on Twitter at, at @rulerbulon with uh, weird Marvel trivia every day. Plus, I am also uh, on, a, on a Transformers podcast. Uh, Stasis Pod, and we're currently going episode by episode through the second season of Transformers Rescue Bots. So, uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Into Riverdale, where I talk with my friend Daniel about an episode of Riverdale each episode. And, uh, I don't know, it's fun. Like, you know, if you like Riverdale, it's... Or if you don't like it and you just think it's a bad show, you can also listen to it. Yeah, I think uh, I'm just going to... I definitely like to listen to a couple episodes after I get uh, super high on Jingle Jangle. Yeah, I, I like uh, frizz, uh, Fizzle Rocks a little bit more, you know. Uh, but <laughs> I that show is so bad and great at the same time. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, if you want to support me monetarily, you can always go to... at you can always go to patreon.com slash alphabet flight. Uh, if you want to see the things that we are talking about, you can always go to at alphabet flight on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you just feel like it, you can tell a friend or rate review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. This has been alphabet flight and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Good night. Good night.